that song too so i just want to make sure i say that we don't want to be getting in no trouble with facebook lord jesus Didn't so you know? we just want to say hello to everybody that's listening tuning in um we asking you to share this tonight while we're talking and discussing about marriage and relationship tonight um and we just asking you to share share and share and like i said we thank y'all for joining us tonight those listening and watching God is so good. God is good all the time. He's good all the time. Yes, he is. And we enjoy coming to y'all. Right? Yes, we do. Okay. Hallelujah. All right. I'm ready when you are. Hallelujah. I just needed <laughs> to hear the rest of that, y'all. All right. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we just want to, what? Go ahead. Welcome, Welcome you, you to, to the, the Marriage Cafe, Cafe where, where marriages come alive through the Word of God. God. I'm Prophetess Loretta Pittman. And I'm Bishop William Pittman. And uh, we're just here to talk to you tonight about marriage and relationships. Uh, we got a few things that we're going to discuss, but we're going to go ahead and pray first. And then we're going to get started. Like I said, we thank you all for coming in. So um, yeah, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Let's go to the Lord Hallelujah. in prayer. Amen. Uh, dear Lord, we're so thankful for another opportunity to go on the broadcast, Lord. Yes, we are. To be live tonight Thank with you, your Lord. people. Yes, Lord. Lord, we pray that you use us and let let your words come forth tonight, yes. Lord, and be a blessing to each and every one that tune in tonight. Yes. And we pray that they just share this message. So, Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name we Jesus pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We're just Amen. asking everybody Amen. to share with everyone tonight, those who are... Um, you feel as though it's in need to uh, have their marriage counseled or to uh, hear what we have to say on tonight. We're just asking you to share, share, and share. And, um, you know. Yeah, you know, it's like, um, you know, uh, I always talk to prophetess about this. You know, it's either what we're going through or, you know, something that uh, somebody needs some feedback on. This is what the broadcast is all about. So uh, God was dealing with me this week. And just seeing the people that I've been around in over the last last year and this month that just come in, a lot of people having problems, mm -hmm. you know, in their marriage, mm -hmm. in their families, mm -hmm. with their spouses, yes. you know, and there's a lot going on right now. So God was dealing with me tonight. Um, we're talking about the question that came in. How can I grow up? You know, my husband or how can or, you help them? You know, how can I help them? Help them to mature. Yes. Grow go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, you don't no, no, no. it's beautiful <laughs> what you just said. Help them to mature, help them to grow yeah. up. I mean, we we said we were going to discuss this on last Sunday, but we didn't get to it right. because, you know, we were discussing other things. And so we want to get to that tonight. Um, mm -hmm. Also, too, I think that the, the person seeking the, to be married or to be in a relationship also need mm -hmm. to grow up and mature. You know, yes. and so you can't keep taking childish ways and using childish ways to get your way or to mm -hmm. continue to bring that into new relationships um, or a new marriage and expect for it to work. So we just want to discuss that tonight. So God gave me tonight. We need to share about family values. Mm -hmm. You know, we always talk about the spouse, either the husband or the wife need to grow up or mature. Mm -hmm. Well, you talking about a person, if you want a person to mature you know, you got to have some values. Yes. And I thought about that today because God was dealing with me and he's saying, you know, how can a person have values if you have no standard, if you don't even have God, if you don't have God in your life? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where did you get your values from? Yes. Where you get your standards from? Mm -hmm. So, you know, then you got to start looking at your parents. Yes. This is where you got your values from is from your parents. You know, values and traditions and religion is passed down through generation yes. to generation. Mm -hmm. So I asked the question was, you know, well, what I was just thinking about, I was like, you know, one of you going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Maybe what your ancestors, you know, your parents believe, is it the truth? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people... A lot of people are living what their parents live. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they say, you know, 
I'm a Christian because my parents was a Christian, mm-hmm. right? That's tradition. That's religion. That's what you learn. Yes. But now we're trying to tell you tonight, you need to take this to another level because a lot of people believe in God, mm-hmm. but they don't live his ways. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't pattern their life after him. This is what I'm trying to say. So we're talking about fam- family values and what we see that's missing in the home. If you have no God and no uh, no Bible, you're not reading it, you're not studying the word of God, what values do you have yeah. in your family? Yeah, and also, Hallelujah. also too, I believe that, the like you said, family values start with that person's growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened in that person's childhood? You know, how did that uh, person live at home? What did their parents teach them? Did they have both parents? Did they only have one parent? If they had one parent, how did that parent parent? You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's all about what your foundation is or what it was when you first started before becoming an adult. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times um, we don't have very good foundations. Sometimes we come from very shaky foundations, depending on whether uh, we've, you know, been adopted or given away or, you know, and even in those cases, what did they actually learn in those homes as far as about God and what God did you learn about? Um, was it Jesus? Was it, you know, was it Jehovah? Was it, you know, Muhammad, you know, whatever that religion was in at home. And then you try to get together with someone who is probably not a Christian mm-hmm. and you try to build Christian values together and you're constantly bumping heads because yes. of that very reason that, you know, that person didn't have that godly foundation like you might've had it, or, you know, mm-hmm. this person could be from the streets, you know, and, um, and you get married to them and you want, you trying to build a godly relationship with someone that really doesn't know God. And never was trying to know God, but, you know, just since you knew God, mm-hmm. you know, that person might have loved the God in you. And, uh, but once you got married, it all changed, you know, mm-hmm. they probably still didn't, you know, didn't want to, you yeah. know, know about them or learn about them. So, yeah, because I look at it this way, religion, a lot of people don't look at it. Religion, when you talk about religion, religion is a way of life. It's something you're supposed to live. It's mm-hmm. something you believe in, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then and now it's something you're supposed to live. So now if I believe in God and Jesus Christ and the word of God, I'm supposed to start living this. Mm-hmm. Not only, you know, it's it's not just like, um, like this is what I see, prophetess. Mm-hmm. I okay. see a lot of people, a lot of people don't, um, they look at like serving God like a job or something. You know, I do it uh, Wednesday night, Sunday. That's all I'm going to give God. No, that's not it. Mm-hmm. When you when you talk about religion and you talk about God, this is something you do every day. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wake up and say, you know, this is something that somebody is forcing me to do. Right, this is exactly. my choice. This is my free will. Mm-hmm. This is this is why I serve God because I love Him. Yes. And this is something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody makes me do it. I got to get up and pray. Why? Because I love Him, and this is He's in me. Yes. And if He's in you. And because uh, the Bible says this is the temple of God. God dwells in us. So if we belong to him, you want to love him. You want to have exactly have a relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, you don't want to put him on the shelf on Sunday once you're done and then expect all week to know him, to love him. Yes. For him to do stuff for you, for him to cover mm-hmm. you and all of that. When the only time you want to pick up that Bible is on Sunday when churches, when we had, you know, when you go into church, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do that. You can't pick it up on Sunday and put it down on Sunday and then don't pick it back up to Sunday again. Yes. Number one, that's not exercising faith you know mm-hmm. that's just saying okay you know that's just religion that's basically what that is right there that's not practicing real faith yourself so you want to make sure that that bible you pick it up every day you read something out of it you read a devotional mm-hmm. you read the scriptures you know you getting it in, you know getting yeah. your spirit and exercising was, your spiritual muscles yeah and i was thinking <laughs> about it when i was telling prophetess we was talking about mm-hmm. it earlier and i was saying when i grew up my grandmother you know when i would go in i would pray with her she taught us Psalms 23, the mm-hmm. Lord is my shepherd. You know, he, she taught us that. Yes. She taught us the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. our father, which yes. are in heaven. You know, so we learn these things. Mm-hmm. And this is what I feel today. You can't say, say that you love the Lord and you're not passing down what you was taught, yes. you know, and what you learned. Mm-hmm. But now you want Jesus to say, we still do greater things than what he have done. And you can't do greater things if you don't know his word and you don't know him. Yes. You, what, how he was saying that you're going to do greater things. You got the word. Mm-hmm. You got the power of God. You know what? A lot of times we haven't even touched. We haven't even touched the power of God. Like um, 
back in the um back in the day we would go to those church service mm -hmm. we would really see a move of god people getting healed you know and they back in their days blind eyes was open yeah demons was cast mm -hmm. out they they seemed like that day and time they had more power than what we have yeah well you know that's because you know what we're dealing with these days so, so but in this day and time, we need fam family values. Yes. And that's what we're talking about tonight. As a man of God, as a husband, as a father, you didn't come into this world being a father or a husband. That's right. Or a man of God. Yes. You know, this is something you learned. This is something you was taught. Yes. This is something you was taught. This is something you got to take on and you got to take it further. Mm -hmm. So in my life, my father wasn't around. Mm -hmm. So if my father wasn't around, but it's still... I'm helping somebody tonight. I feel come the Holy on, Ghost. I feel, help me, Father. Amen. You know, I feel this way. Like, from my grandmother teaching me and me going to church, that word got in me. And that's when God wouldn't, you know, God had me. Mm -hmm. Even though when I got grown, I wanted to do some crazy things, try things that I shouldn't have done. A lot of us has done that because you want to experience life. Mm -hmm. But then... Once I got, even when I try to get way out there, God willed me back in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Anybody out there, you know, listening to me tonight, know that you was way out there. You was about to go yep. over the edge. Lord but Jesus. God, you know, from them prayers of your grandmother and your mother and, and having that word in you, that's mm -hmm. what keep you sound. Yeah. That's what keep you grounded. Mm -hmm. See, I, I don't wake up in the morning or if I lose everything. Talking about committing suicide. I got God in me. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think about doing something crazy because why? God is in me. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit keep you grounded, keep you with a sound mind mm -hmm. and on the right path. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what the world don't understand because you don't know him. Mm -hmm. When you know him, you're going to change your ways. He's yes. going to change your life. And then you will start having standards and values in your family. Because if you want your man to change only one can change him or to grow. You need God to mature him. Yes. Maturity only come when you start reading that word. You start living that word yes. because that word is what changes you. Yes, it is. Come on, help me. Hey, but you promise. also need to be a come person on. that also is mature. Yeah. Because the only way to help your spouse grow is that one of you have to make the decision to be the mature one. Somebody in the, in the marriage has mm -hmm. to decide, well, I'm going to go ahead and be the adult. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, change me so that I can help my spouse become changed because Hallelujah. you can't change one another by mm -hmm. both of you acting like children. That's not going to work. You need somebody, like I said, to stand up and make a decision that they no longer want to be the child or want to mm -hmm. be a part of that, that child thing that's going on within the relationship, but that somebody wants to be the adult and, okay, God, I want to be the adult, so therefore use me and change me so that my spouse can be changed. My spouse can number one, see the changes and then I can be a part of his change or her change. So mm -hmm. that's what needs to happen right there. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's Glory what I to God. You know, and I was, um, I don't know. I just want to share this because it touched me today. Mm -hmm. I was reading this Bible and it's a, it's a King James Bible. It's the Holy Bible. Mm -hmm. But in the back of this Bible, it talks about, Family values is talk about your faith and and this it was just so good because it helped me, mm -hmm. you know, even yeah. though um, yes. a lot of this stuff, you know, we learn in church and mm -hmm. our families. But this this I don't know if anybody out there, you got this Bible, but in the back, it talks about a lot of this stuff, mm -hmm. the duties of parents and mm -hmm. and and uh, being married, yeah. you know, the purpose of family, yeah, and how family, how and Christian I, family is supposed to be. And, and I just thought about it. How many people have read this, the right. back of this Bible mm -hmm. that helped you so much because it talks about. You know, mm -hmm. even the Bible talks about the Ten Commandments and all these things. Mm -hmm. This is stuff that when you say you're a Christian and you believe in God, this is stuff you're supposed to live. Yes. This is stuff you're supposed to pass down from generation to generation. Yes. That's why I was saying about Psalms 23. Yes. You know, you need to learn those. Yes. You need to learn scripture because mm -hmm. when when it when the going get what tough, mm -hmm. they say those scriptures, they come alive in you and say, you know what, you you reach back and you grab that one. Mm -hmm. The Lord is with me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. You know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. So when you start taking on these scriptures and you believe and when you get hit, that's why you're not, you know, you're not waving. 
you know, you you're not ready to give up, right? Because you got you you feel right with him. But when you're not mature, that's you that's will it. waver. You're gonna fall, and stuff mm-hmm. is not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to handle the waves when they come. So that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. So, um, but me, go ahead. Let me give you this now. This is this is what we have when you talk about family. You're talking about. Uh, you know the the parents in the house, the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. When you talk about this, you got to implement God in your home, yes. Because God's gonna set a standard there for you, mm-hmm. and this is why people people are saying like, you know, I don't I don't know how to be like a husband or a father. You know how how do I help my you know my wife or my husband grow up? We're going to handle that tonight. We're going to work on that. Okay. So you want to read the scripture? or you? Yes, we're going to get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Prophet is. You got to stay on the time. Yeah, stay on time. And okay. All right. So you going to go first? Uh, no, you was going to five. You want me to read that? Yeah. Okay. So we're reading from my book, A Cup of Daily Wisdom for Your Marriage. Hallelujah. <laughs> which you can get a copy of at my site at uh, dailymarriedwisdom.com. Mm-hmm. But anyway. We're going to read Matthew 19 and 6 says, so they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. And so I say, in other words, never let anyone speak negative or come between your marriage and you. God should be the only one speaking into your marriage. Stop discussing Mm -hmm. your problems with people who cannot help you, especially those of a single nature. Um, go ahead, you go ahead. And um, so, you know, that just means, you know, we shouldn't be talking to everybody about our marriage. We shouldn't be talking about er- to everybody about re- our relationship and what's going on within it if they're not able to actually help you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they go and they talk to their single friends. Their single friends are single because they've never been married. So why would you go talk to somebody who's never been married about your marriage? That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But wisdom in some people's minds say, oh, well, let me go talk to them because maybe they can help me. Well, all a single person can tell you is either get it together if they really for you or mm-hmm. leave them if they really not for you. And yes. that's what they're going to tell you. So you don't go to somebody who's never been married for married advice. One thing I can say, you know, and I'm not saying I'm so perfect or any of that, but I've learned a lot over the years just being observant. I'm a very, per- I'm, a, I'm a kind of person who watch things. I'll watch a situation before I either enter it or say anything on it or about it. And so I was very observant about, you know, who to go to and who to talk to about my marriage and stuff like that. A lot of times, um, most of the time, and and I can honestly say this, I don't go to anybody to talk to anybody about my marriage. Mm -hmm. And nobody could actually come back to anybody and say, well, Loretta's lying. She talked to me about it. Mm -hmm. They can't say that because I don't go to nobody to talk to them about my marriage. You know who I talk to? I talk to the Lord. I take what I have to God in prayer and I will talk to God about what I'm going through in my marriage. And I'm telling you, it has been the best choice that I've ever made because when I say that I go to God to talk to him about my marriage and when I say he will use a person that never even heard that conversation, come back to me and tell me something that I said to God in prayer, man, that is the best thing ever. Then you know for sure God is listening to you. God is you hearing from God and God is listening to you. So, you know, you have to be wise in who you share your marital business with. Everybody's not for your marriage. Mm -hmm. They not married. So they don't want you to be married. So they're going to tell you, well, you need to get rid of him or he's stupid or, you know, or she dumb or whatever the situation may be. You have to be very wise. So that's one thing I can say that I don't do is talk to people about my marriage. You know, I talk to God and God alone. And I'm telling you. He has just really shown up and shown out, and I'm just so very grateful for that. But anyway, let me let me get off that little bit. So no, no, you doing? Good. I just wanted to just say that you know, just be very wise, be use some wisdom, and who you talk to. Yeah, because you know tonight is so good. I just don't, I don't want to just be like, like we know this because we raised four kids, and, mm-hmm. and you know our kids got grand, we got grandkids now, mm-hmm. and this is what I was concerned because I was over the house the other night. Well, last night and and to see they sold, you know, all my my grandkids they just crazy. But <laughs> they but they I'm saying they just really they funny when mm-hmm. you just look at kids, you know they just so funny. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it as grandparents, as parents, you want to pass down like you know what you see, what you did, and you pray that your children take on what you learned and what you did. But they still got to make their own choices and decisions. Yes. But when you know that uh, 
when you know you're going the right way and, and you live your life a certain way, I don't see if when I look at other families or whatever, our family, we 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 set like a high standard, a level in you know that God has given us, mm-hmm. and we that's what we live by. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids wasn't walking around the house cussing. Our kids don't tell us what to do. Right. Exactly. You know, we the parents, we yes. the head of the house. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to get in place tonight. That we setting, gotta go back set these family, family values. Setting family values. So and, so know. I just want to read this right here. It says Christians is not only a form of worship. It is a way of life, but taught and lived in the home. Yes. You got to teach it and you got to live, live it. it. And then, you know, I remember one of our, um, uh, some friends of ours that came over and they said, you know, they were talking to us. They were saying, you know, my parents, they go to church and they act so holy. But then when they go home. They cussing each other out, fussing yeah, and arguing yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. It's a different side. So you got the you got the children confused. Right. You know, you go into church acting like you holy and everything, mm-hmm. but then when you come home, you cussing them out, fussing, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Right. So the children gotta live that. So I learned like even if me and my wife did argue, they wouldn't know about it. No. You know, but sometime when we was younger, mm-hmm. it got out of hand and they seen it. But I'm saying what you gotta do as parents. If, if you show that, door. right, if mm-hmm. you show that, they see that side, you got to yes. sit down and talk to them and, and say, hey, this, this is, is reason. you do get upset. Yes. You do get angry. Right. But this is how you got to learn how to deal with this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With just because conflict comes into your, this, this is what, this is what helped me so much today. When just because conflicts come, you still as an adult and you mature, you learn how to handle these better. Yes. You don't get all upset. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to hurt somebody. I got to yeah. go, you know. Yeah, because I mean, after a while, you learn not to tear up my furniture and different things when you got me. No, right? I used to break <laughs> stuff up. I bust up a TV. But I, I used to always say that, you know, if you go back to our old, a lot of people, I just want to, 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 to input something right there. Okay. You know, when we used to, this is not what we just started preaching. We right. lived this. We lived this. And we yeah. was doing a, we was on the radio five years in Orlando. Yes. And mm-hmm. then we did a broadcast called Faith in Action. Faith in Action, yeah. But the one thing about God, when he used us, it was always like hard messages. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah, it was never preach. like, well, we, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. we always preach this way. Yes. Real. You know what I'm saying? Real. We you got to be real. Gotta be fake, you know, have to be it fake. is what it is. Yeah. You know, this is what we preach. This yeah. is what we live. And, and it, perfect. Right. And it would be different if we didn't live it. Yes. If God gave us a standard that we got to live, we can't just let other people go the way they want to go. But some people are going to do what they want to do. You could tell them this is the right way, but they still want to go their own well, way. People have to make but their own choices. We, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Our job is just to tell them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And nobody, none of my children, all of them can say, you know, I hit my wife or I abused her in front of them. Mm -hmm, See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Never. Mm -mm. You know, because I'm a man of integrity. That's what we're getting back to, you know, the family values. When you look at outside of the family, they look at us and they say, you know what? It's something different about them. Mm -hmm. Or they live this. Even my family, when I go around my side of the family, Mm -hmm. they know they'll stop cussing. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, oh man, put that drink down. They'll stop smoking or whatever they're doing. Some of them start confessing, which is so funny. (laughs) But, you know, I don't hold it. And I tell them, I say, look, be yourself. I'm I'm not God. I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. We want his representative. But we do represent him. That's right. But I'm saying, you know, I'm not going to put We don't have a heaven or a hell to put him in. That's what I just said again. (laughs) I don't. None of us do. Only God. Yeah. So we got to win people with love. So let me go oh, on. Okay. Yeah. You trying to get time. I'm looking that, at time. I'm sorry. We're going to deal with this okay. tonight. <laughs> so parents, I want to talk to the parents tonight. Parents, you have a great work to do mm-hmm. with within the family, within your children. And this is why you need to set these values. You got to have family values. You got to put stuff in place for your children. God needs to be first. Yes. In that household. Now, hallelujah. I'm sorry. But God it, needs to be first. But now... Right. Love what you just said. God is first. Listen to what I'm saying. But parents, you got like I said, you got a work to do. Building God, um, building character and value. Children are our um are ours to mold and to teach. I wanted to throw that out there. You know, God wants us to 
as a parent, I wanted to get it out there. God, you know, God want us to shape them and mold them. Mm-hmm. They said I was reading today. I want to stay on course from three to five years old. This is you you're supposed to teach your children these values because that's when, you know, you have cro- control of them before they go to school. Mm-hmm. So while they still young, you need to, you know, instill, instill values these values. I mean, really, you know, because a lot of them go to school and they pick up stuff from school. Like they be cussing in school yeah, and, and doing to bring stuff that home they shouldn't and think be. They can do that at home. Right. Like, yeah, you got to show them they cannot do that right. at home. So from three they to five. They shouldn't be doing that at all, but I'm just saying. No, know. that's good. Yeah. Because that's what they need to do from three to five years old. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying out there, if you have children, you need to start imparting some good values. Yes, exactly. Ahead, so we want to get back to. Go back to. We're still know, talking the, about family values. values and been <laughs> maturing. Right. You know, getting, being mature mm-hmm. and how to help your spouse to get to that point. You know, all this has to do with the family values, because yes. like we said, if that that spouse didn't have a good foundation, mm-hmm. then you can't expect that spouse to be good to you to tell you the mm-hmm. truth i mean really you know that should be the basis of you finding a husband um is to know well what are they family values like what did they learn when they were children mm-hmm. how did they learn did they know anything about god when they were children did their parents teach them about god did they parents what was the family you know you never know some people come from homes broken or some people come from homes where there was a lot of fighting and arguing and all and they don't know how to make the transition from mm-hmm. what they learned as a child so they take that same bag and they take it into a marriage and then they begin to have to deal with it within the marriage mm-hmm. and that's why you got so many marriages today basically going through so much struggle it's like why is it such a struggle between husband and wife why is husband and wife going through this why aren't mm-hmm. we working together why aren't the husband and the wife or let's say the fiance and the, and, and the fiance working together to do what they got to do I mean mm-hmm. why is it always a fight it's a fight because it's whatever that person learned on their end and whatever you learned on your end. And then you bringing it together to try to make one. And it does not do it. I mean, you know, number one, we need to understand that a house divided against itself cannot stand. Yes. If you and your spouse or the spouse to be are constantly fighting and arguing and looking for God to come in there and bless that, he's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You first need to get out all this bad stuff you got going on in your mind and in your spirit, because mm-hmm. that's what is coming in and making the marriage or the relationship corrupt. It's corrupting, it's corroding, it's doing all these things, but bringing everything together. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, sometimes God will let you go into a marriage and let you learn what you need to learn to get to where you need to go to. And that's where, you know, I come in at as Bishop, to, you know, continue to minister um, about how we can help, you know, we as wives mm-hmm. uh, or as, you know, we as wives can help our husbands, you know, grow to become mature. Because sometimes, uh, you know, I'm not saying that the wives, you know, you don't have wives out there that's not mature because you do have them. But what I'm saying is most of the time, the men. You know, mm-hmm. the men in our lives need to be mature because that's who God will, you know, God talks to the man. Mm-hmm. You know, God governs the man, especially if the man is is uh, surrendered to God. You know, if that man is surrendered to God, you're not going to really have too much to worry about, especially when that man is surrendered the right way, you know, and the right way meaning he knows that it's Jesus, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all these other gods because God says there shall be no other God before him. But when that man is yielded to God, he knows, you know, God will, con- you know, come in and they'll be building their relationship. And as that man is building that relationship with God, of course, he's going to have a good relationship with you. It's just like when, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a person grow up. Okay. It could be a man or it could be, you know, the wife, you know, and don't have no respect for their parents. You know, don't have no respect for their mother because of something their mama was out there doing or things they saw their mother do. So they grew grew up not respecting her. Well, what you think they're going to do to you when they get in a marriage with you? They're not going to respect you neither. You can't sit up there and want to make the man respect you if, number one, he don't respect his own mama. If he cussing her out and calling her names behind her back Mm -hmm. to you. Right there tell you that you're, you know, you, you another woman that he's just going to disrespect. So it's using common sense. And then 
trying to find out if this man is that way or that woman is that way because maybe she didn't have a good relationship with her dad and so she's constantly cussing him out and saying things behind his back to her husband then she's not going to respect you as a man you know and you know when all of those things are coming up you need to find out okay number one way hold up where did all this come from where did you learn to act like this? And if you nine times out of 10 sit down and talk to your spouse or spouse to be about it, they'll tell you where they came from. And what we do, we half listen. We say we want to hear what, what's going on and why they're going through what they're going through, but we have listened. And so when things are continuing to go on in your relationship, arguing, fighting, or he calling you out your name. Then you need to re you need to go back to that conversation y'all just had about why he just called you what he called you. Mm -hmm. Maybe he don't respect his mama, and maybe he told you that, but you were half listening. So you got to stop the half listening and start listening to what is really going on. So we women, we can know what to take to God in prayer. Because I'm yes. telling you, if we take this stuff to God in prayer, God can change that man and help that man become more mature because that is God's job. His job is to change the hearts of men. That's what the Bible said. So as we go to him and we pray and we ask God to help him to become mature, God going to help us to become uh, even more mature in the process. That's, you know, pretty much how that works. Yeah, I want to share these five things with you. And yes. the prophet is going to share And then I got five things to share as well. But I want to share these. These are so good. Yes. We got three minutes. As a here. man, we you know, we're talking about family values. Yes. You know, number one, it says here, a man controls his emotion and passions. Mm. You know, a yes. man controls this. He can control his emotion you know he's not going to hurt his family he's not yes. going to hurt his wife mm -hmm. he's not going to abuse his kids yes you know this is what a real man does mm -hmm. you know he controls this you know his yes. anger yes you know what i'm saying because you know you got a wife you mm -hmm. know you got children around so you you're not just gonna you know just go off you know what i'm saying you're gonna do mm -hmm. a man you know a real man he protects his family he protects the children you know what a woman looks for in a man this is what a well, a woman should look for on, in a man. You want a man that's going to be a protector, a provider, you know, make sure he's got, you know, keep a roof over his head, keep a job, keep food on the table, clothes on, you know, on the children's back or whatever he needs to do. This is what a real man does when it gets rough. That's what they say. A real man get going or mm -hmm. he gets tougher. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Plenty of times, like when I was young, you know, um, always kept a job. Mm -hmm. You know, because I knew I was a family man and, and children got to eat, you know, mm -hmm. I need to watch them. I can't just leave them all the time. I knew when I went to work, my wife was home with them. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't trust other people with our children. No, we just you know, we know it's just the way I was born up. Cargo. Precious cargo. That's I love right. how that's, you that's say that. That's right. They was precious cargo. <laughs> so, uh, so a real man, he controls his emotion mm -hmm. and passion. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he knows how to talk to his wife. He knows how to treat his children. Yes. You know, when he come home, they know that this is dad. Dad is home. Yes. That's you know right. what I'm saying? My husband at home is yes, home. That's right. And no. when he walk up in that house, they going to know he Home. That's right. They gonna they, they gonna hey okay if they playing I think one thing about my kids if they were playing and making a bunch of noise when he walking that door that noise completely stops mm -hmm. you hear nothing you hear nothing but you know you That's can't right. even put a pin yeah, drop on the home. floor <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. number two a man provides for his family mm -hmm. this is what a man does he he's not gonna sit around and let the let the wife go out and do what she need to do or whatever, which she can, you know, it's his choice nowadays. Some, sometime now it's, it takes two to make it. Yes, exactly. But a real man, he's going to provide for his family. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. if, if, uh, if he loses his job, he's going to go find another one. Yes. He's going to do something right away because he know his, his wife got to be taken care of. His children got to yes. be taken care mm -hmm. of. So a real man's going to hold down his responsibilities. Yes. And this is what, this is all a part of family values. You mm -hmm. know, the man is what leads the home. The man, yeah. Yes. You know, if y'all going to go to the next level or or do some great things in life, this is what we're trying to share with you tonight. You got to get these family values in place, mm -hmm. you know, because when it do get rough, me and my wife, we together. We gonna yes. we know that we're going to make it through this. Mm -hmm. God going to bring us out of this situation. Exactly. Now, once I knew, even when we we God sent us to Philadelphia, we ran out of money. I You know, we was homeless. Mm -hmm. But I, I just want to share this right here. Yeah, go right you know. Here. I want to share this. We was homeless and they have no money coming in. Mm -hmm. We had a $300 a month storage bill. We had cell phones to pay yeah. and we needed food. 
We didn't. Not one day did we go hungry. Sure our storage bill was paid. Every month. And our phone stayed on. Every month. You know. <laughs> and for those months we was out there. But God taught us a lesson though. We needed me and my wife and my children. We need to go through that. Don't you know when we went through that, it made us stronger. Yes. We got closer together. Yes. And we stayed family. It wasn't, oh, I'm just going to leave them. Yeah. I'm going to go fend for myself yep. and they on their own. Yep. No, we family. Mm -hmm. We a team. And I love my wife and my children. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get them out of this situation. Mm -hmm. And we did. Yes. We got out as mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. And that's what family does. And that's what the... That's what the world don't understand. Mm -hmm. The key tonight, I'm telling you, to your success. Mm -hmm. If you're a family man and you stick together with your wife, and there's a scripture that said it, a good place for me to put this scripture in here. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 18.22. He who finds a wife finds yes. a good thing and attain favor from the Lord. Mm -hmm. the, the Bible tells you that. Yes. You found a good thing and you attain favor mm -hmm. from the Lord. I'm here to tell you tonight, if you are... The, the enemy has been stealing your blessings, your favor, because you, he says when you get angry and you argue all the time and you do that, you hinder your you prayers. You hinder your prayers as a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He never tell the wife that, but he did no. tell the husband that your prayers are hindered. Because the man is the head of the house. Yes, that's the proper order. So so when a man pray and he stands in the mm -hmm. gap for his family, yes. you see how things change? Yes, God would and change And that it. wife is right there Come with him. Yes. That's, God got to move yes, on your he behalf. Because he, he said, you to. know what? I'm yes. not going, no, 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 no. Yes. I'm with him. Yes. When y'all become one, yes. God is right there with you. Who, really can, who can come against a, yeah. a threefold cord that's, that's right. not, easily not easily broken? broken. Yeah. You yeah. know, you got God on your side. Yeah, I want to say a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I ahead. just want to say, wives, I'm telling you, um, that's why it's so important for husbands to be the head of your home. Mm -hmm. And it's for you to step back and stop always trying to be the man. Because God do listen to that man. When that man go in there and he pray and talk to God, God oh, do yeah. listen to that man. And I'm telling you, men, the man in the home can really get God to do some things in that home when he goes in there and talks to God on a serious note mm -hmm. and, and be truthful with God and tell God everything he's feeling and what he's going through and asking God to help him. When that husband go in there to do that, wives, I'm telling you, God will move in your home every single time. Every time my husband go in there and pray and he talk to God and he talk to God on a serious note, which he does all the time. God mm -hmm. moves in our marriage and he moves in our home and always in a blessed way. So we women sometimes got to get out of our husband's space, give them time to get themselves together and what we need to do is instead of arguing and fighting with them, let's mm -hmm. look at the what the issue could be or what they might be going through and take that to God in prayer and start to meditate and pray for him. Mm -hmm. Because evidently he needs prayer in that area. and He needs you to pray for him in that area. A lot of times, uh, some of us wives, we are not out there praying for our husbands. And we need to be doing that. And wives, you know, husbands, we need you guys to pray for us too. Mm -hmm. We need prayer. We, we might be, you know, struggling in a certain mm -hmm. area and we need that husband to do that. And so when you feel as though, this is what I do sometimes, and I'm going to mm -hmm. let you finish. No, go ahead. Sometimes, go ahead. you know, when I'm going through something, sometimes I say, babe, are you praying for me? And every time oh, yeah. he'll say, babe, I pray for you every day. Mm -hmm. So, and I say that because I'm going through this thing and I'm like wondering, is he praying for me? But mm -hmm. you know what? I know he prays for me, but just at that moment, it's just that I get very curious and I just want to ask him, are you praying for me? Mm -hmm. So he'll say, yes, I'm praying for you, babe. I pray for you every day. So, you know, and then I'll tell him sometimes, well, this is the area I'm struggling with and I need you to pray for me in this area. You know, and so he'll say, okay, well, come on, babe, let's pray together and let's, let's God, you know, let's give this over to God. Let God have this because sometimes we need to take what we're going through as women. We might be struggling with something with our husbands and they may not know, but it's all how you bring it. You don't bring it to a point where it's negative and you're making him look like nothing. We should never do that. We, you know, we should never look down on our husbands or look down on what they're trying to accomplish or do. We should help them, but they also need to recognize that we need help sometimes and we need prayer too. Yes. Hallelujah. You wonderful on that. Uh -huh. All right. Number, <laughs> number three, a man protects his family. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why I was saying earlier, a woman want to feel that her husband, you know, can protect the house, yes. you know, protect them. Mm -hmm. if, if somebody came in the house, you don't want your husband running 
Y'all under the bed. together, you know what I'm saying? And the wife got under the bed. She got you know, to She got to protect him. You know, that's that's out of order. Exactly. So when the, if you hear somebody downstairs, I tell you this, this is a little secret what I do. <laughs> Ain't nobody. I'm not. If I hear something downstairs, I'm not running downstairs. Mm-hmm. This is this help you tonight a key. You stay upstairs and let them come upstairs. Let them come to you. And you and your wife be ready for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no you run behind your wife. Mm-hmm. A man ain't going to do that. Mm-hmm. No. You stay behind me. I'm going to wait for them to come upstairs because I got something for you. Yeah, exactly. So that's how you handle that. So you don't even have to give me an offering on that. You know, this ain't going to be no movie. They used to get on like, you know. Other, you know, other races, they hear something, they run down there and look mm-hmm. and see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who it is. No, I ain't running down there to look and see. Exactly. I want you to come on upstairs. Yeah. 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 You know? <laughs> okay. Thought of surprise. You got to surprise them. Right. So a man protects his family. Yes. You know? And that's part of, too, not bringing in foolishness into your home. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't yes. you think that's part of yeah. it? Yeah. You know, making sure who you allow in your home, who are you allowing around your children, Um, Mm. what company are you keeping? You know, that's very very important in a marriage. Mm. What kind of company are you keeping around your children Mm. and in your home and around you and your husband? You know, because like the Bible says, you know, when you you hang around people who are corrupt, it can corrupt good manners. Mm. So you have to be very careful with that, Um, Mm. you know, who you keep. We are very, very careful of who is in our circle. We have a very small circle and we like it that way. And um, we're blessed with the ones we do have in our circle. You yes. know, they we know they are for us. We definitely mm-hmm. know that. So yep. God is good. You just got to know. Yeah. So that's that's three I didn't get. You now I'm on number four. Mm-hmm. Number four says a man serves and leads his family. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, this is it. what a man does. Mm-hmm. He serves and he leads. This is the same thing really in the church. That's what men do. They yes. serve. They lead. Yes. You know, you lead them by example. That's why a man need to put these. You need to find a man mm-hmm. that has values, have standards. Mm-hmm. And really, you only have these when you know the Lord. Okay. Because if you don't go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no. Go I'm going to get to finish. Finish. So when you know the Lord yes. and, and you got his word in you and you read that Bible, God give you a standard. And this is what I'm trying to say tonight. You said God already set the standard. You just got to live it. Yeah. You just got to believe it. Exactly. And, and start, you know, teaching your children these standards and you will see how they start to grow. Because that word, the word grows in you. The word grows. You are, in, yeah. Because you, what they says, faith come by hearing. Yep. And hearing by the word of God. Exactly. So, so if it's in yes. your home, but and if they're hearing it, especially your children, they're going to mm. mimic that when they get out, when they're not in your yeah. home. They will mimic what they heard in their home. That's mm. what that's what kids do. Um, but the Holy oh, yeah. Spirit just led me to Hallelujah. say that um, if you are a man of God watching or listening tonight and you go to your church and you lead or you are a leader in your church, you need to learn how to be a leader in your home, too. Don't just go to church and be a leader and don't go to church, you know, to look like you're leading, but go home and don't want to lead anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. You just want to just sit there and let the wife do everything. That is not of God. God ain't pleased with that. And you're going to need to fix that because God tell you how to be a leader in the word. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be following that example um, and not, you know, going to church and leading in church. And not leading your wife and your family at home. Well, that's scripture. He said, how can you lead? If you can't lead your own house, how can you lead God's house? That's right. You, know, you can't. I, you can't. No. You know what I'm saying? Your house Leader- to, um, it starts at home how to manage. It starts at home how to do what you need to do. You know, you got a lot of... Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into it, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. a lot you need to be learning in your home and managing in your home before you can take it out, like you said, to a church or mm-hmm. to a business or whatever. You know, the first place of business is home. Yeah, because, you know, you, you got to think about it. A man, when you got a wife and you got children, you can't do what you want to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Them days are over. You should have thought about that before you got married mm-hmm. or before you decided to have children. Yes. You know, you can't do all the things you want to do. And then if you're a family man, you don't want to do that. You want to go out and hang with the boys every night. You know, you don't. that's selfish. You don't want to. Uh, be on the video games and all the time. And you know, you got children, you got a wife. The wife wants you to spend time with her. The children wants time. So you got to have a balance there. Balance. But then you got to get to a point where, you know, 
It's all right to play video, PlayStation, or whatever you need to do. But, you know, you set time for that. But mm-hmm. you, your main focus and responsibility is your family, your wife, and your children mm-hmm. as a real man. Mm-hmm. You know, and setting standards in order in your home. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when like you said, when you come home, you're supposed to know, hey, what I put on that refrigerator for you to clean your room today or, you know, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, get your clothes ready for school. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying... I was telling my wife, we was talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. how we made the kids, like during the weekend, we washed their clothes, but they had to honor, honor them and hang them up yep. and be ready for the week. Yep. You know, it's not like on Monday, we running around looking for clothes. Yep. No, your and clothes not is doing that at all. Because that's how I was raised up. Yes. That's how I was taught. We had to go wash our clothes, we iron them, iron and we everything. hung them up for the week. That's right. So, so seven whole days or, yeah. or six, but five whole days, they yes. had to have clothes already ironed and mm-hmm. picked out for what they were going to wear. And so also, too, we was the kind of parents that we want to see what you picked out. Yes. Because you ain't going out this house, you know, looking crazy. Mm-hmm. And those people going to be looking at us like we don't feed you and take care of you better than that. So, mm-hmm. no, you're going to show me what you're going to wear for the whole entire week. And guess what? I better see you in them very clothes for the whole entire week. Don't you come back to me with something mm-hmm. on different than I, what I saw, what you were supposed to have showed me. Mm-hmm. So that, those are the kind of parents we were. And, and we were like that because my mom was like that. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. You're going to iron them clothes for the week. And you better come in here and show me, you know, that was the good things, you know, that you sometimes mm-hmm. take, you know, from home that you, you know, take into yeah. your marriage and relationship and teach your children. So, yeah. That's then I want to help some, I want to help some children out there tonight. Mm-hmm. I was good at it because my mom didn't have a lot of money at the time. So what I would do, I learned I iron my clothes up. But then I would switch my shirt in my pants, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't. The kids wouldn't know that I had the same clothes. Right. You see exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I, so I'll take Friday clothes, switch it up with Monday or whatever, change the pants or change the shirt. Right. So that's how I learned how to match my clothes and stuff up. Yeah. Good because mm-hmm. you know we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm helping some children out there now. Don't you be wearing the same clothes every day because they're gonna tease you. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I'm saying? That's what kids do. They so right. Cool. So you switch them up. You mm-hmm. learn how to, you know, change your shirt, change your pants. At least keep them washed and clean and iron. Iron them. Don't go to school wrinkled. Mm-hmm. So people talking about you. Yeah. That's just for the kids, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All right. Let me go on. Number five. Yeah. A man follows God's design for true maturity. A man follow God's design. God put it in place. You know, God put it in place. You think about it. God put Adam and Eve together. God started marriage. Mm-hmm. He puts everything in place. Mm-hmm. When God put things in place, what do he say in the end? He said, this is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what a man's supposed to do. I don't know if any the men, you go out there and you look at your home and you say, man, this is good. Mm-hmm. God bless me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You think about what God has brought you through over the year and, and he's kept you. He got a roof over your head mm-hmm. and you got a job and you got money coming in. Mm-hmm. You say, oh man, this is good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? God, God, you know, God got me. He do. And you don't want to get up and thank him and praise him and give him the what he deserves because he done kept you all year. You know, go ahead, prophetess. Mm, are you done? I'm done. No, go ahead. I mean, I'm done. You sure? Yes. You got everything out? I got it all out. Okay. So God's mm. design for true masculinity. So what yes. is that design? Yeah. So God. That's what he says, right? Yeah. That's what I was just saying. God is, you know, is love. Mm-hmm. It's um, being humble. This is what a man, you know, because they, I'm glad you didn't let me get away with that Yes. One. Because the deal is this. A lot of men think, you know, they masculine masking lint because mm-hmm. they are uh, you know they tough or you know they mm-hmm. got weapons and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff yeah. no that don't make you a man uh, you know a true man is when you can humble yourself at times and say you know what i'm not going the right way right now i need to change this mm-hmm. and go a different direction yeah you know i need to handle this a different way this is what makes a real man you don't handle it like you used to you don't mm-hmm. fly off the hook yeah. you know what i'm saying or you know do crazy stuff a real man, you you learn how to be humble and say, you know what, I need to handle this a different way. My parents or whoever, they handle it this way, but I, I'm going to change. Yeah. I see another way of handling mm-hmm. things. You know, because you got to notice, all your children are not the same. Nope. One, you might have to spank, 
But then the other one, you could just talk to. Yes, Raise right. your voice a little mm-hmm. bit, and they're going to change. They're going to yeah. get it. Yes. Because they know dad's going to spank them or mom's going to spank them. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is talk to that one. Yeah. But then you always have that one that's going to be hard-headed. Mm-hmm. You can spank them. They still going to want to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But then you got to teach them. You got to find another way to handle that one. Yes. That's what, that's what I'm saying yes. tonight. When you start to know your children, you got to look at them. Yes. And even your wife. Mm-hmm. Your wife may not like you talking hard to her. Yes. So you got to come at her a different way hey honey let's try this a different mm-hmm, way you know mm-hmm. you know i don't want to um that's good let me go cool down and and we'll have a real conversation about this mm-hmm. and handle this a different way yeah and i notice it's like um they say you get bees with honey mm-hmm. so you got to learn how to talk to your spouse learn how to talk to your children you don't always got to cuss them out all the time you don't you got to use know? wisdom you yeah gotta use some wisdom and timing because then if you start cussing your kids out, get get over there, sit down, and all this kind of mess like this, then they're going to go to school or whatever, taking it out on other people. Yeah, because they'll take because, it as constant rejection. Exactly. Yeah. So go ahead, Prophetess. So I want to come to you just talking to you about five things that we can do to help our spouses, um, to help our spouses become... Uh, Step up, you know, step up as a man, mm-hmm. you know, or just step up as a woman and just be more mature. This can go for a husband or a wife, but these are one of the, these are five ways that we can help them as well. Uh, and that is, um, like I said, one needs to choose to be mature. That's the first thing that needs to happen because both of you can't be children. So mm-hmm. somebody has to step up and say, God, okay, uh, I'm gonna let you use me. I'm gonna go ahead and step up and be the adult in the relationship and I'm not going to, um, Continue to act like a child and keep going back and forth with my spouse and arguing about stupid things, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes we go back and forth and we're arguing about things that's not important. Mm-hmm. It really not important at that particular moment. You think it's the worst thing in the world and oh, they shouldn't have said this and oh, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have, you know, reacted that way in different things. But at some point in life, we got to grow mature too. And we have to yes. make it. Somebody has to make a decision, decision that I'm going to be the mature one. So um, Proverbs 15 and one says a soft answer turns away wrath. Um, and, uh, um, you know, we want to be, you know, we want to grow strong. If you want your husband or your wife to grow strong and to be godly, you have to be that person to be mature that decides, okay, mature me, help me Lord to get to where you want me to be so that my spouse can, you know, begin to gravitate towards that. And I can honestly say God did that with us mm-hmm. because, um, in the beginning stages of our marriage and the beginning stages of him just changing us over, yes. um, I would say probably starting back in 2000, 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I would say around that time that, you know, as we were going to the particular church we was going to in Florida, um, God started working with us immediately yes. once we got in that house, mm-hmm. um, um, that church, you know, and so it, he just started really like, taking us through some things and maturing us and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so I told God, you know, okay, God, you know, use me. I'm making a decision that one of us got to grow up and we couldn't continue to be bickering at each other and acting crazy towards each other. So I said, okay, use me. And then um, God, you know, one day he just spoke to me. He said, Loretta, he said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to use you. He said, Mm -hmm. as I use you and as you let me use you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to change everything in your house. And because... He, I allow God to come in and use me. I can honestly say he changed everything in my house. He put me in my proper position, my husband in his proper place, because I was always the one who wanted to uh, run the house and those kind of things. And so that I couldn't run the house and have a husband. Either he running the house or, 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 or I'm running, but you know, I'm not supposed to run the house. So he was supposed to run the house. So God, you know, helped me to become more mature. And as I became more mature, my husband grew in his to, into his manhood. <laughs> so God is good. I'm telling you, He will do that. Um, also, two number two that was number one. Number two is speak the truth in love. We need to be speaking the truth in love. And wives, um, before we begin to speak the truth in love, we need to pray. You know, a lot of us are not praying about tone, about talking tone and timing. I've told y'all about this before. Talking tone and timing is mm-hmm. it? It's a big thing in marriage. It's so big because you know why? We women want to do things right now, right here. I want to talk about this right now. We want to yell. We want to cuss. We want to scream, mm-hmm. and we want our husband to hear us. Well, he ain't hearing all of that. That's why he walks out the door. Then he yelling, he cussing, he screaming. Then he out the door, and he don't want to hear nothing else you got to say because you didn't use talking lovingly. You didn't use your timing correct. 
You know, you're, you ain't number one, you ain't use your tone in a loving way. So you didn't talk lovingly. You didn't use your tone lovingly and you did not pick the right timing, you know? And so you have to learn how to pick the right timing. And I just want to talk a little bit about Esther in the Bible and about how, you know, she needed to talk to the king about what was going to happen to her people. And so, um, she didn't know how to talk to, her, to, to the king, which was her husband about her people being slaughtered and all kinds of different things. And so you know, she needed to figure out how am I going to do this? So she waited till they were having a lovely, quiet dinner with each other, where they was in a loving mood with one another. And then she was able to talk to him about what was going on, you know, with her, um, her family. And then her husband was able to handle it. You know, he didn't get all fine off the handle and yelling. They both wasn't screaming and cussing and doing all these things because she waited to the proper time. Yes. And then she used the proper Talking method, lovingly, and then the tone. Mm -hmm. So we need to definitely do that. Okay, Hallelujah. speak the truth in love and stop yelling and wanting to talk about it right now. It ain't got to be right now. Why I got to be right now? It don't mm -hmm. have to be right now. You have to start using some wisdom. If you know your husband can't handle talking about something right now, and you know you can't handle talking about it right now, then why mm -hmm. is you talking about it right now? And especially if you're going to be yelling and screaming and cussing. Yes. You know, that ain't, that is not God. That ain't no God. I don't want mm -hmm. you to do that. You know, so you got to fix that. Yeah. Okay, number three, um, start giving your spouse a little bit more praise. Mm -hmm. Especially when they step up to the plate and they do something. Because a lot of times what we want to do is we want to take and always talk about the negative things. Or pick mm -hmm. out what was negative that this person did. You know, if you love your spouse, why are you always picking out the negative things that they do? Instead mm -hmm. of sitting there trying to... uh Help them and encourage them when they do something good. Yes. When they take out the trash and they then you didn't have to ask them. When they came in the house and they cleaned up or did the dishes and you didn't have to ask. When they came in and they maybe cooked you dinner, washed the clothes or whatever, or took over the children and they then you didn't have to ask them. Why can't mm -hmm. you just say, babe, I'm so happy you did that and mean it. Don't say it. And then the minute you get in an argument with that person and then you, you, you take it all back what you just said. Well, I take everything back that I said to you earlier. You ain't S-A, you know, I-T. You know how people are. They just start cussing each other out and saying all kinds of things. So, you know, we can't do that. We can't do that as wives and expect to have a man in your life. You can't degrade the man and then want the man or the woman. You can't degrade her either and then want them later on to be loving towards you. You know, that that's not going to work. So we need to give them some praise when they do do the things that we, you know, been praying about or been talking about. Because um, I think I shared with y'all one time about those roses. You know, yeah. how I talked to God about them roses. And, you know, he brought me this beautiful vase home, like I said, with this rose on it. And it was engraved. And so I've never seen a vase like that. And I told God, I said, God, I, I want some roses. I want a dozen and stuff like that. And I'm telling you that man, I asked that, that man came home, like I said, with a dozen of roses. And I talked to God about this. I never talked to him. And I asked him, why did you bring these home? He said, I don't even know why I brought these home. But you know what, babe? I know you love roses. You know? So I went in and gave God praise. But I said, thank you, babe. Thank you for bringing them roses home. That really made yes. my day. So it's thanking them for the things that they do do for you instead of always looking at the negative. Number four is believe that your husband can be grow, um, can grow to become a more godly man. Hallelujah. If that man is not godly, believe me, you know, by your conduct as the wife, you can have that man to turn his life around and become godly because mm -hmm. he watching you. I'm not talking about yes. religious and always telling him what he doing wrong mm -hmm. while you going to church and the pastor telling you what you doing. And then you come home and pass on what the pastor said to your husband or your mm -hmm. wife that don't go to church and you being you talking to them, you know, like they ain't nothing. You know, that's not how you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to help them to become godly by your conduct, you know, by how you are, how you live, how you love. You know, don't be loving and kind only at church to your brothers and sisters in Christ. But when you get home to your husband or your wife, because they don't go to church, you want to be mean and nasty towards them. That's not being loving and kind and, and helping them to become godly. You help them by how you act. If you yes. acting crazy. Why would they want to go to your church? I don't understand. You know, you know, you kind of don't understand these women. Yeah. Sometimes you get, no, seriously, you get these mm -hmm. women who want their husbands to go to church, but they spend it all day in church. Like, you know, um, anyway, 
Yeah. It was somebody we talked to that talked mm-hmm. about how they wife stay in church all day on a yes. Sunday and then don't want to come home and cook, don't want to come home and do nothing for him, but want to be at that church house all Sunday <laughs> and all day. He said mm-hmm. from morning to night, she at the church. And it's like, you can't do that. You married. You got a husband. Now you chose that spouse that don't go to church. You chose them. And so they don't go to service and, you know, and, and it's all right. It's all right for now. What you're going to do is continue to pray and intercede for them that God will get a hold of them, but also by your conduct will also help that go along, go along smoothly. If you're not having the right conduct, then you can't expect for that person to want to go to your church and want to do all these things. I'm going to hurry along. Mm-hmm. All right, number five, I'm on the last one, is pursue godliness. You know, um, like I said, just uh, godliness, becoming a godly wife for a husband is a choice. And so we help them with that choice by just being who we are in Christ. Yes. You know, that's how we win souls, period. You win souls by how you love a person, not by how you condemn them about things that they are doing. Um, you know, some of us, we want to condemn people and say, oh, you know, you, God ain't going to bless you because you ain't doing this and doing that. And a lot of times it's not about what you're not doing. It's really about that person's, um, it's about what God wants to do. That person's purpose in life is what we need to be more concerned about. Um, a lot of us, we're not, um, out there soul winning because we're so busy looking at the sin of the person and what they did and what they continue to do and what they might have did to you years ago and all that kind of stuff. So we're not soul winning, um, on that level because we're not being loving and kind and we're not b- being more concerned about that person's purpose yes. in life and telling them that God want to use them and God, you know, has greater things for them and those kind of things. We're not looking at the purpose of the man or the purpose of the woman in your life. You just want to continue to be mean towards them because, you know, you feel as though they're not on the level that you're on. And we shouldn't be that kind of way. No. Right? Exactly. We should not do that. We should not throw mm-hmm. that in their faces. We should not be mean. So we need to work on those things. That's how you help your spouse become mature. But also, too, if you listen really well tonight, you're helping yourself become even much more mature when yes. you begin to put these principles in place. You have to let God use you and then mm-hmm. stop looking down on your spouse. You chose that person. So, Right? Yep. So you exactly. shouldn't be looking down on them. When you're looking down on them, you're looking down mm-hmm. on yourself. Don't you think that? Yep. It's true. Yeah. So let me just ask you this question. Yeah, go I ahead, have babe. one question to ask y'all tonight. Mm-hmm. It says, if God is not in your home, what values are you passing on to your children? Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, if God is not there, mm-hmm. what's your values? Yes. What are you passing on to the next generation? Yes. And that's what family values are. Mm-hmm. God give us a standard. The word of God give us something to live by. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have God in your home, who's your God? Yeah. And what are you living by? Oh, that's good. So. That's so good because if, you know, your children is hearing nothing but, uh, you know, all kind of rap music with all this cussing on a constant basis, which a lot of young people allow mm-hmm. in their home, um, but no God, not even on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not hearing or knowing anything about God because of the lifestyle in the household. Then how do you expect for the kids to know who he is when they grow up and have that to fall back on? God mm-hmm. says in his word to what? Train up a child the way they should go. And they he and that word depart. shall not depart from them. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you start training them up. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to be so holy, but you at least need to have a balance in your home. It shouldn't always be all this you know, yelling and cussing or whatever's going on in your home, but there's no, no spirituality. You know, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, stop being so worldly smart and start learning how to be spiritually smart because spiritually smart is going to get you way further than anything in the world and knowing anything about the world. Mm-hmm. So you need to work on that spiritual smartness. And then like we were saying too, you got to do it when the children are young. Mm-hmm. So when they go to school, they have something to stand on. Yes. They got that word to stand on. Mm-hmm. They, or they say, oh, my mom and dad said I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll know when this something is, something is wrong. I can't do. And so when that child come, or like, just one example, and then we're going to close here. Mm-hmm. Like when children, you teach your children not to get in the strangers, or uh, don't talk to a stranger, or yes. don't get into their car. Mm-hmm. You program them with that. Yes. So when that stranger do come, mm-hmm. but you want to leave the door open so they come home and say, Mom, somebody tried to get me to come to their car. Yes. Or, or an adult was talking to me. Yes. Or, you know, anything else that goes on with them, they got an open door relationship with their parents to say, you know what? This happened to me. Mm-hmm, you know yes, what I'm saying? That's right. This happened to me. 
and they're going to tell you. Yeah. And But I didn't go. I didn't take the candy from that adult. Mm-hmm. Why? Because their parents taught them and told them, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, I'm going to say this one thing. Mm-hmm. I remember my grandmom and my mom, they same same thing. When we went to somebody's house, they said, you better not ask them for no food and you better not eat nothing they cook. Because yes. they already knew how they cook and they had animals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my parents be like, nope. My mom would be like, you better not ask for nothing. You better not eat nothing mm-hmm. because they don't cook good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so your parents know they warning you. That's mm-hmm. what parents do. They protect their children and, 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 and they look out for them and yes. they love them. Yes. If you love, you know, you're a good parent. You love your children. You providing. You know, that's that's your job. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. And you know what? I just want to say all the parents that are doing the best they can and love their families and providing for them and got God in their life, I salute you tonight. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And I just want you to remember that as you're raising your children, um, because, you know, the next generation is coming along, either you're raising somebody's dream or somebody's nightmare. Yes. So you want to, as mothers, have the best relationship ever with your sons. And husbands have the best relationship you can with your daughters. Yes. You know, date your daughters. Take them out. Show them what a man's supposed to do as a man. That way, when they do encounter the wrong man, they will know. And that was one thing I taught my daughters. And I have a loving relationship with both my daughters. And I definitely have a loving relationship with my sons. Because I love. I got to make sure that we keep... All of those doors open between one another so that when they get wives, they know how to treat them. They know how to treat their mama. So I already know they got, I got two good sons that look, that need wives. They not looking, but they need them. So if you know know any of them out there, let me know. You know what? But I I don't want to, I don't want to beat up too much on the men. Mm -hmm. But I know there's a lot of men I talk to. They not going to let you. I got to give it to men. A lot of black men. They or men, period. Mm-hmm. They not gonna let somebody beat on their daughters, mm-hmm. or they. A lot of men they find out is well, they find out after because the woman didn't tell, or the daughter didn't tell, mm-hmm. or their wife didn't didn't tell the family that her husband was beating her up and all this. They had to find out about it later on. But a lot of people that find out, they oh yo some uncles somebody coming over there to get you, mm-hmm. and as you know, and even if they not your family, nobody want to see a woman beat up or hurt Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i couldn't do it if i was walking down the street a man was beating up a woman i'm not just gonna stay there and look at it Mm -hmm. because i know that's not right but that's what i mean and i wouldn't want you beating up my daughter or my wife if those fathers are having good relationships with their daughters yes they're not going to end up in a relationship like that they will not i'm telling you but you know i wouldn't say you know they said a lot of uh domestic violence Mm -hmm. you know a lot of police officers get killed behind that I always say, you know, call the police. Don't get in the middle of it. Call the police. Really? I just had to throw that okay. out there. <laughs> okay. I just had to throw it. Because some people nowadays, you know, they want to take it on. So Anyway. Yeah. We thank y'all so much for joining us in the Marriage Cafe. Yes. Where marriages <laughs> come alive <laughs> through word the word of God. of God. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Like we said, we podcast as well. So you can get us on Spotify. Um, you can get us on um, YouTube now as well. We're on YouTube as well. We're on, um, you can get my book at Amazon as well as on my site. Um, uh, the book. Yes. <laughs> We're promoting the book. We're at podbean.com. P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Uh, dot com if you want to sew into what we're doing. So we just want to say thank y'all so much for joining us for the Marriage Cafe. And we will see y'all again on next Sunday yes. at 6. And um, we got some more great topics coming up. Yes, so, and send in what, you know, yeah, send what some you topics want to yeah. Y'all stop being so shy. Like, you know, I yes. ask y'all and y'all say nothing. Like, I know it's something on your mind. Even if you want to privately message me, that's fine as well. We never tell who tell who wants to know about what. We just discuss the situation or the, or the topic. You know, we don't tell who wanted to talk about the topic. Yes. So you can message us um, if you have some perspective specifically that you want to talk about so don't Um, be shy don't be shy we need to hear from you yes you know i just want to say this one thing just this one thing okay what you going through may help somebody else you going through this season for a reason and you a lot of people say oh no i don't want to talk about this maybe god is using you what you going through is a blessing to somebody else that's all i had to say god bless you i love you that's it Yep. All right. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Okay. We love y'all. We'll see you again on next Sunday at six o'clock. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hallelujah.